You're listening to the Movie of the Week podcast, a podcast about movies which we review every week or until they shut us down. Welcome to another episode of the Movie of the Week podcast. I'm Jim. This is Drew. And this is Jacob. Sit back and relax as we talk about this week's movie, King Kong, 1933. Carl Denham and his film crew go to a tropical island for an exotic location shoot and discover a colossal ape who takes a shine to their female blonde star. He is then captured and brought back to New York City for public exhibition. Okay, let's jump straight into our spoiler-free review of this film. Indeed. Um, thoughts? This is probably the first classic movie we've actually reviewed. and by, It is. I know we've technically done one other one that mm-hmm. is older than 1990. Yeah. But, no, two other ones. But yeah, this yeah. is our for, first black and white golden... I mean, this is even before Hollywood, because this is when they were still in New York. This is before the code was the right. film code. Yeah, this is our first truly classic film re- review, and this is a fun one. Yes. Yeah. I'll admit, the, this was the my first viewing of King Kong, of this King Kong. Shocked look on my face. <laughs> Serious. No sarcasm. Shock! You did not know I had never watched this. No idea. This is like the the one of the biggest films of all time. Don't ask me why. I don't know. It's just one of those that just never okay. got to me until now. And again, there so, are two other uh, right. reincarnations. I've seen yes. the uh, the Peter Jackson King yeah. Kong. Yeah, and of course I've seen Kong Skull Island, which mm-hmm. we'll talk about later. But uh, this was the first time I'd seen the original King yeah. Kong. Yeah. And I quite enjoyed it. The mixture of the live action with, at the time, state-of-the-art stop-motion animation was just beautiful. And I loved watching, you know, how the characters would go from live action to now King Kong needs to pick them up. So they're (laughs) now stop-motion puppets. Yes. And at the same time, I'm looking at it going, you know... I should find this incredibly cheesy because because of its age and everything, but there's just something about this, something about the look, the feel of this entire movie that I can't just write it off as being stupid and cheesy. It's it's just got a feel that it's a classic. It there, is a classic in the best sense of the term I can give, and it was just a fun, fun movie. I remember watching this as a kid because our parents introduced it to us. And I was like, okay, it's black and white. It's kind of slow. Well, okay, really cool monkey. Interesting. And I thought of that. That's all mm-hmm. I thought of it. Now, watching it in retrospect as an adult, I really enjoyed it and love the uh, have a fond sense of this movie where uh, how much effort and patience and just determination they put into making this film <laughs> that just it gravitates from because of the. Uh, the uh, creator side, the artistic side of me is like how much time and effort they put into and planning and planning yeah. and staging and just execution. Cause this was 1933. This yeah. is during the depression and yeah. they, well, how long did it take? They just filmed it down. Uh, I don't remember the exact numbers, but it took a little while and there were, there, we'll get into more of this in a, in a little yeah, bit. Exactly. They, yeah. they take uh, a lot of stuff from other movies to yes, build the sets mm-hmm. and things. So that mm-hmm. makes some of this easier, but, uh, I'm not certain on all the, the yeah. time frames, but yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just I do know this was um, fully studio recorded. I want to say so. I want to say it was eight months because I remember there was something about uh, some of the people being there for like a couple of weeks, and then they were doing their other movies because they weren't needed on set. Yeah. Right. Um, but yeah, it took a long time to make. Um, 
this is uh there, I mean, there's a very good reason this is one of the greatest movies of all time on so many people's lists. Mm-hmm. Um, besides the fact we're talking about it being revolutionary for its time. Oh, yeah. It's a great idea, mm-hmm. and it's a lot of fun. Um, is this kid-friendly? It depends on the kid. Um, yeah. I would say it's definitely it, probably PG-13. You could probably watch it younger Maybe. if your kids are smart, yeah. uh, you know, into certain things. Um, but it is a horror movie, essentially. Um, yeah. Yeah. Even not by today's standards. I mean, if they've seen modern horror movies, this is not going to scare them. Well, I mean, this is a classic monster movie. Mm-hmm. This is right up there with Universal's Frankenstein For and sure. Dracula and all that other stuff. For sure. Yeah, it, um, it, it may be a little sensitive to some people because it is not not exactly politically correct. For sure. I mean, it, I it don't is know a, those it's not those actors. I don't think were blackface. I think they were they African. They, they were, but there's there's certain elements within yeah. it that sure. kind of kind of say that you know it's it's but at it's, least it's a product of its time. It but is it, a yeah, product at least of its, it's time, historically accurate. Yeah, too. Exactly. I mean, yeah. in that aspect, it's yes. not like um, they're they're changing over the fact that people, uh, I guess, for lack of a better. Thought less of people of yeah. color who or, or tribes or whatnot at the yeah, time. Yeah, exactly. So they don't complete. It's it, they wouldn't have done that then. Now they might yeah. do something like that. Yeah. But you know, we do see uh, at least there's a decent dynamic. It's not like a very hateful. Oh yeah. As much as yeah. you might see in some others. Um, th- if you haven't watched this movie, I can see no reason you shouldn't. Yeah. Uh, this is one of those movies. It's classic for a reason. It's uh, you know it's got a lot of good content. We're going to talk a lot about it in a minute. Uh, in in the spoiler filled section, but most of you already know about King Kong in one way or another. Uh, if you don't, you should you should watch this one or any other one. Yeah. All of them are good yeah. uh, to an extent. I would say uh, at the very least, watch Peter Jackson's if you if you if you have to versus yeah. this one. But this one is is iconic. Um, yes. If if you can't handle graphics that aren't amazing, Peter Jackson does a great job of doing yeah, that, agreed. and his is creepier. Uh, <laughs> oh, my oh, creepier. yes, the trench Yes. Oh God, yeah. <laughs> that scene made my skin crawl the first time. It's fantastic. And now trying to watch it on TV, it's like, can I fast forward through this part <laughs> because this is slow and not much is happening. But yeah, I mean, is there anything else we really need to say before jumping in? Uh, no, I don't think so. I'm good. Okay, so we're going to just jump straight into the spoiler-filled section. Again, if you haven't seen it, you might want to watch it first. Uh, but if you just... I mean, it's so old at this point, you've probably had a chance to hear most of it anyway. Uh, but we'll jump right in. Mm-hmm. I love this movie. I've loved this movie since I was a child. I've seen it probably ten times. And I, I mean, that's not a huge number, but considering how old it is, mm-hmm. and it's not fast-paced, it's not whatever... Yeah. But it's so good. And we're talking about a movie where, like you said earlier, most of the techniques are revolutionary for the time. Yes. They, the backgrounds are done on, they're painted glass. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A lot of, not all of them, but like Skull Island is painted glass. Mm-hmm. Uh, and a lot of the other ones are. They borrow a lot of set pieces from every other monster jungle, well, not monster movie, they're the first. Yeah. Every other jungle movie and every other thing that's going on. Oh, yeah. And, and oh, go ahead. And also the fact that this movie was kind of, the fact that this movie was. Basically, amalgamation of basically two ideas. Basically, yeah. two ideas because originally they were doing this. Uh, what was it? Creation film. Well, that was going on during this. Yeah, yeah it was not going during this, and they kind of shifted focus to working on you know King Kong, and they basically just merged the uh, all the tech they were working on with this film to make King Kong. Well, creation and uh, the other movie, which uh, um, slips my mind. Uh, 
they all half the cast and the director and stuff that's were already right. working on it. Yeah, uh-huh. that's right. I think it still exists. I don't think it was a, a, a gotten rid of film. Yeah, because it was creation and I can't remember the name of the other movie, but it's um, one you'll recognize if I if I could think of it. Um, the one with the dinosaurs. Um, that was part of the, the land of the lost. Land of the lost, not land. Of, uh, something that was like much that. later. Something yeah. like that, though. Um, anyway, Marshall, Will, and Holly had not started on their expedition yet. Anyway, there is <laughs> okay. There, there's another movie that involves dinosaurs and giant yeah. lizards and stuff. That like this trekking to like some yeah. island uh, sort of thing. Um, and that had to do a lot with where they got their the idea for the dinosaurs and yes. stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So a lot of that inspired and is what led to this movie being made, along with some other pictures that time would rather forget, which we're mm-hmm. not even going to get into. Mm-hmm. Um, but this is essentially the first giant monster movie. Yeah. Um, it's the first kaiju movie, yes. if you want to look at that. That's but, the current term, because yeah. Japan went bonkers with this concept. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you could also... I mean, there there are other people you could look at who inspired that genre in many ways, but this is the first Hollywood big movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and it that. was a re-release of this movie that inspired Godzilla. Yeah. Yes. Um, that and... I can't remember. There there's another guy who wrote something, and I can't remember who it was right now. But anyway, that's a whole other topic. But that led to also the big monster craze. Mm-hmm. Um, with, and 20,000, uh, it came from 20,000 20, Leagues or 20, something. 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea is where the giant squid. But not that movie. It's a different one. It came from 20,000 something else. It's not 20,000 Leagues based 20, on... 20,000 Fathoms? Yeah, Fathoms. That's the one. Uh, which is based on a book by someone, or a short story by someone else, too. Yeah. Okay. But anyway, that launched the big monster craze. Um, yeah. Which also led the other, but King Kong is pretty much identified as the first, just because it was way before anything else happened, mm-hmm. and it is a large monster kaiju style uh, film before right. they became the norm. Right. Um, One of the things I thought was cool because I actually looked through the special features mm-hmm. on this before I let Jacob borrow the Blu-ray. Yeah. Uh, they didn't bother to tell. They, they they did their best to not let anyone know how they made Kong. Oh yeah, that was interesting. <laughs> The fact that they, because they didn't want people to go into a movie thinking, oh, he's just a little eight inch or however tall. Right. Or like a puppet. They wanted to think, no, no, we just went out and filmed this giant gorilla. Absolutely. (laughs) Because at the time, I guess people didn't realize the difference in the frame rate. But I noticed it. But then again, I'm used to that kind of jarring difference. For sure. But. It just always seems funny when you hear about these older people were actually scared of. King Kong, and I'm going, why were you scared of King Kong? Well, I mean, if you think about it, we're talking about a time when way less yeah, people I mean, went the, to the movies or yeah, opened yeah. the it was to go all and, still a uh, uh, luxury. Yeah, and, and it was uh, revolutionary, some yeah. of the stuff. Yeah, I mean, definitely so, during time period, too. So, I mean... But then one of the other things I remembered on that is someone talking about how the special effects were so good you could see the wind rustling King Kong's fur. I'm thinking... That was the 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 stop motion artist where he touched it. <laughs> yeah, it's and it just every moving time every time it. he touched. That's all that was. Yeah, because yeah. it's fur. It's yeah. rabbit fur. Yeah, uh, that's a. I love the the combination of uh, the stop motion and the live action. And mm-hmm. I mean, it's it, it's obvious for us, especially being modern eyes. We, yeah, we've yeah. gotten First used century. to seeing all this stuff. And plus, we're all so movie interested anyway. Uh-huh. And I guess, and I guess, we almost kind of know I how say, the but, special effects yeah. work. But yeah, I mean, it is 
it is just so cool to watch. It's yeah. Still, even even today, and again, like I said, I've seen it a bunch, but sitting there and rewatching it, it's 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 it's. Again, it's a great movie. It's got so much cool stuff. The quote at the end of the film, yes, is just it's classic. I think I think AFI rates it like number mm-hmm. four or something all time mm-hmm. uh, in, in quotes, or it's in the top one hundred list for yeah. sure. Remind me what that quote um, is. It's uh, uh, it wasn't. Uh, oh no, it wasn't airplanes that uh, got him. It was beauty, beauty killed the beast. beast. Yeah. Which th- they it, were referencing that coming for so stinking long throughout yeah. the movie. It's yeah. like. This is that quote from that movie. Right, yeah. right. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Speaking of that quote, I saw that and I was like, okay, no. That was the bullets that killed, you killed him. Be like, it wasn't his heart broken because he couldn't be with the beauty. It was more he okay. fell down because he got hang shot. On, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang <laughs> on. Technically, he fell because he got shot. Yes, Gravity's probably what physically killed him because he fell off the Empire State Building. Right. But none of that would have happened had he not been in exactly. love with this girl. Because look, he only breaks the chains because he's trying to get the girl oh, to protect yeah, her. I, he I thinks understand. she's being And the only uh, reason hurt. he's there is because of the girl. Yeah. And all oh, of yeah. it is all so of it is in reality, to his love. In reality, it wasn't... Even though all this other stuff happened, oh, yeah. is the physical cause of his death the true reason he's dead yeah. was yeah. because of Fay Ray. Oh, and yeah. I'm sorry. That's all I remember that character as. <laughs> I know that's it's not it's not the character's name. I recognize that's the actress. Yeah. But I always call. It, oh, that's Faye Ray. Yeah. Well, and in, Darrow, in, yeah. in my defense, be like I'm looking at it more logistically. Well, sure. And that's just the way I look at it. But 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 Jacob, uh, it's called bullets, symbolism. Bullets I may, know this. Bullets may kill animals and people, but someone had to pull the trigger. <laughs> you remember, think? guns don't kill people. Angry husbands do, <laughs> or, or angry fiancés do in this or, case, or airplanes, or, airplanes. or lag. Yeah, everybody else. Lag kills me all the friggin' time. That's true too. <laughs> lag is a dangerous mistress. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I think like we, I, I love the scene where he's climbing the Empire State Building, and we get like I love the arm reaching in. It's kind of silly. Yeah. It's kind of oh, cheesy. Yeah. But you realize they cut a lot of scenes in this. Uh, oh yeah, there yeah. were several edits later where they because it was too racy at the time. Like oh yeah, there's the scene where he drops the lady. There's uh, the scene where he like peels pieces of her clothing off. Yeah, several yeah. other things. Yeah, I that think, was restored like back in the seventies. This was though. after mm-hmm. they passed the uh, the uh, the film code. I don't know what yeah. the official title is. When the but, MPAA yeah. started, right? Uh, but they went well. This is a little too racy for TV because a lot of this was shown on TV later. Yeah, right. Um, and I think. You know, nowadays that's nothing to scratch at. You know, it's no big deal. Oh yeah. Uh, but you know, back then you you couldn't get away with two married Here's, couple a married couple in the same bed either no, on TV. Yeah. So you know, I uh, mean, Dick Van Dyke and uh, Mary Tyler Moore slept in different beds for the entire run of that show. Right. right. So I mean, you know, uh, so it was a horror movie. It was a, yeah. a darker movie. People yeah. die in this film. Oh you know? yeah. Um, I mean, I, I could see why maybe they edited it for TV a little bit. Oh, yeah, a little bit. Yes. Um, or like in nowadays, they just find every scrap of film they can and put it in there. Mm-hmm. That's true, too. 
But you know, this this movie set up on the principle that they were that jungle movies were huge at the time. Oh, and yeah. they they really were and there had been a long history of that. And mm-hmm. and so much of the film is actually based off the uh the film directors themselves. For sure, because that's that's kind of what he's doing. He actually pitched this movie in 31 mm-hmm. um and was re- at, during the depression as well. Uh and was rejected. This was yeah. that was his first pitch and then he went on to work on a couple other projects which in- ultimately inspired this film in more ways to yeah. get to be done. Because uh, there were a lot of changes, uh, like um, some of the characters, like uh, the love interest was originally a convict. The guy was uh, not a the the main guy, Darrow or what? Not Darrow, um, uh, Denim mm-hmm. was not uh, originally a director. I think he was an explorer or whatever, based mm-hmm. more on the something jungle. like that. But they they kind of they kind of over time they changed it quite a bit. Um, I was reading something that said that the uh, the director or the guy who was over most of it. His one of his original ideas was uh, he he just saw a giant ape on top getting shot at by helicopter. I mean, uh, by airplanes on top of the Empire State Building. Yeah, and that was the original vision. And he kind of worked backwards mm-hmm. as a, as opposed to how it's normally done. So interesting piece of trivia. Yeah. Um, I don't have much to say bad about this. I mean, obviously there are a couple of mistakes. Like uh, he says, twelve men died. Uh, when they in the, uh, Kong killed twelve people, but I yeah. think it was fifteen total. Yeah, uh, well, the numbers twelve were off. sounds more dramatic than fifteen right. for some reason. I mean, mm. there are a couple, a couple little over exaggeration. Yeah, um, well, under exaggeration. Yeah. Under exaggeration. I, mean, that's I think right. they're uh, again trying to pick it apart. There are a couple inconsistencies. Yeah, um, but I mean, I don't know. Nearly every problem I could levy at this film. Yeah. is a part almost a part of its charm for sure it's good because of its flaws because this was pushing the envelope uh-huh. of what could be done mm-hmm. so much that you expect there to be mistakes and the mistakes are just done in such a way where it's like that's so cool that you even got this far mm-hmm. yeah at well, this time well it's groundbreaking yeah, yeah. Every, everything about it is well again we look at it with modern eyes and you're like okay yeah this looks cheesy it looks cheap. cheesy but when you look at it, and this is the hardest part about reviewing an old movie. Oh, yeah. Um, though I think we're all saying the same thing, that we're giving it the credit. Um, but I know a lot of times, and I know Jacob used to be bad about this, uh, uh, like looking at older movies, he'd go, but I can see all the stuff and it's not as good as it. And I don't yeah. It because the animation is bad. I'm, he's matured, obviously. But, yeah. Um, Mostly. <laughs> Mostly. Mostly. Thanks, Drew. Mostly. <laughs> but, you know, I mean... Looking at an old movie, you've got to try to find your way back to that time yeah. period. Oh yeah. Go, okay. Back then, was it a good movie? Yeah. Looking yeah. looking at the context of what you know what yeah, was going on much, then. You got to look at this movie in its context. That this was done in the '30s, when stop motion was animation in general was in its infancy. Because this predates sure. Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. Yeah. Not by much, but not it by does. much, but it does. And that was the first full feature length animated <clears throat> movie. Right. And this one is still, full, is still essentially a most of a, a half of this movie at least has Kong or dinosaurs or stuff in it that is stop motion animation. Right. And I admittedly I didn't know there was going to be anything but Kong being stop motion. I didn't know that the dinosaurs were going to be in there. Right. Even though they were not good looking dinosaurs, <laughs> yeah. I think even for that time period. But at the same time, they don't didn't really know what dinosaurs looked like back then. For but sure. that's all beside the point. It everything, in many ways, I almost consider this to be more of a 
first animated feature than I would Snow White, but then this is a different, whole different type of thing. For sure. Yeah. Plus, with the black and white photography, it looks gorgeous for what this is. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, there, the only real problem I have, and I don't know if this is something that was done in the film or as time has gone on and film has aged, yeah. the scene where they're coming up on Skull Island the first time and they're coming through the fog on my copy... It was grainy as all get out. Oh yeah, and that kind of annoyed me just because sure. restoration and I'm a little and so much of the rest of this film is restored so stinking well. Mm-hmm. But that one scene just stands out. It's like that one could have been done a touch better. But then I, from what I was, I've done some reading on, in other words, that may have been slightly intentional to make it look more foggy. Sure. I don't know. Eh. <laughs> I think with this movie, um, and again, we, we give it a lot of credit. Yeah. It feels like, you know, besides the fact it's classic, we know it's a classic film. It kind of feels like what everyone would have wanted to make as like their film, like, uh, you know, uh, on the animated side, especially. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like this would have been the best college project of the 90s you know what i mean yeah. oh. I mean, we can let's set aside the fa- the better acting probably and, and just in general uh we have an evolution of film since mm-hmm. it, obviously yeah. but i mean we're talking about painted glass we're talking about uh, uh stop motion puppets or, or was it models or whatever they are it's stop motion it's models. models yeah stop models um and it's just done so well, but it makes me it makes me think of those class projects people had in film classes. Oh or, yeah, or in art or whatever, where you made yeah. stuff. I've done that. those. Yeah. Those are fun. Um, it, it, but for me anyway, sorry. Be like when be like you have a little stop motion because I've done stop motion, yeah. and that takes forever. For sure. I mean, yeah. we, granted, it's very attainable now. Like yeah. nowadays, doing it is way easier. Look at everybody can. I mean, even in like early two thousand, everybody could make a Lego film. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, so, I mean, we've seen a lot more of that because just the quality of camera everybody mm-hmm. can get. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, this, again, it's most of this film is amateur by modern standards. Yeah. Um, but if you think of thinking about the fact that it's 1933 and just the charm of it in general and the oh, fact yes. that it is, there is no other movie that is King Kong. Mm hmm. Um, there, I mean, Godzilla is not King Kong. It's its own no, thing. It's, it's separate. Thing. It's it is a monster film, and it does. Uh, King Kong deserves a, a head nod for it mm. becoming a thing. Um, but it is such a great movie, and there's just there's so much to it that it's hard to, as we said, it's hard to pick at it. It's hard to find much flaws with it, even though it is dated. Yeah, very dated. Uh, you know, the acting is dated because oh, yeah. we're yeah. talking about the 1930s. The dialogue, yes, <laughs> at times is dialogue. It's charming. It's dated in such a way that I can't knock it for it. Oh right? yeah, because I'm going into going. Okay, this is a 1930s movie. Here's what I'm expecting. Yeah, I'm not expecting the movie to be timeless for sure. And I think that's what gets a lot of people nowadays is expect the movie to always be timeless unless it's a period piece and it's timeless because it's this period. And I yeah. hate that terminology, yeah. but. This, I don't think a movie has to be timeless as long as you're aware of the context. Right. Yes. This is the 1930s when they had virtually no money to make this film. Yeah. 
and it's still gorgeous. I think it made mm-hmm. five million dollars. Yeah, that's insane. Which is a lot. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I, I haven't looked at a thing, but I'm sure there's a chart out there that shows you how ridiculous that is today. Uh, it, it's a. Yeah. I mean, compared to modern, modern movies, it's not close, even with the, no. the numbers. Uh, modern movies make so much more money because everybody goes and everybody pays a mm-hmm. fortune to go to the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, but just, I mean, that's a sheer chunk of change for the the the, the time period. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I think I think this is your point about recognizing the time period. It was thirty three. We're not mm-hmm. we're not talking about. It should not be timeless, obviously. But there is a charm to it, like we've said. Yeah. Um, but I think this is why history is important. Like mm-hmm. people Agreed. looking back at history and understanding the differences in time. Mm-hmm. And, oh yeah. Uh, number three hundred and seventy five reason why we should uh, pay attention to history is so when we look at an old movie, mm-hmm. we yeah. can go okay. Now I know why they don't have cell phones. Right. Because, right? I mean, I, I've worked in schools a lot, and my wife does too, and you'll have a conversation about uh, the time period, or, or yeah. you'll be talking about slavery in class, and they're like, well, I would have just ran away, or I would have called someone on my cell phone. And <laughs> had the it's like you didn't up. have it. And, these, and I think even with film, it's an important thing, because looking at what has come since, yeah. and looking at what was before... We get to see how different everything is because of this film. Oh, yeah. We get to see how groundbreaking it was at the time. Yeah. yeah. We get to see why everybody loves this film besides the fact it's a giant monkey uh, and everybody's... A, a giant monkey who's not doing anything wrong. Yeah. Beyond falling in love with a girl yeah. and trying to save her from everybody else. Keep yeah. her safe. You know, I yeah. mean... Even Which is, if to him she's just a play pretty because we really don't know yeah. Yeah. how he's looking at her because I don't know in this movie yeah. unlike other versions of Kong sure. this one I feel is the more brainless ape version but even then yeah. he's trying to protect his, his thing, yeah. thing. Yeah. and that's the only thing he's guilty of and he's trying to do it especially at the end of the movie right. in an environment he doesn't really know yeah. and of yeah. course he climbs the tallest thing in the area, yeah. and that's to his detriment. Right. Yeah. So I was reading uh, a little bit on this film, and one of the things they there were other scenes that made him seem more caring mm-hmm. towards uh, towards her. Yeah. But they took them out because they felt that it would make the movie more uh, more work more for the horror film. Yeah. Uh, vibe versus, I guess, everybody being too sad about him dying well, I mean yeah, there's a certain amount of all of this, there's a, everyone wants a little sympathy for him but I think they didn't want you to be like people they're just horrible yeah, yeah. I know even in kaiju films we get that theme too later yeah um, but in kaiju films there's always that idea that we are rooting for the monster yeah. even mm-hmm. when the monster is the ba- the villain right to some degree you're there for the monster for sure yeah for itself King Kong was made with the idea that the monster is there and he's not something you want to meet. Right. Because it's not told from the monster's point of view like a lot of movies are. Sure. Yeah. It's told from the human's point of view and it's it's like you said, it's a horror movie. Yeah. You get right yeah. down to it. It's the fact that you have a giant ape running around New York City. What are you going to do? Yeah. I think it's interesting that we... Uh, I mean, besides turn the Chrysler building into a banana. <laughs> I think it's interesting that we see them capture King Kong and bring him to New York, which yeah. I think, I don't know if that would have been my reaction. I mean, I guess he's a, he's a, he's a businessman. Yeah. He's, he's, he goes, he's looking out for the dollar. He goes, what can I do with this? But we're talking about a, something that while we've been able to neutralize him now, mm-hmm. 
do we really think that chrome steel, <laughs> as they as they make a point of driving, yeah. will yes. hold him? I mean, chrome steel at the time was techno babble. Sure, yeah, sure. As we know it now, sure. I mean, it's just chrome steel sounds like it's strong, right? Yeah. Of course, I was thinking, isn't that what they put on the bumpers of cars? <laughs> yeah, dinged up all the time. Yeah, um, <laughs> that's good. You're, you think that's going to hold back a you know a gorilla? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I one of the things I want to touch on a little bit is the the interesting size of Godzilla. I mean, of King Kong in this <laughs> yes. movie. Um, in this giant one, monster. In this one, we see him, and he's somewhere around twenty feet tall. Uh, I think it goes back and forth uh, a little when bit. When he's in the jungle, he's eighteen feet tall. In New York City, he's 24. Right. Because they wanted him to look bigger in New York. For sure. So he's 24 feet in New York, 18 feet in the jungle. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I know this is a, kind of an odd place to talk about this, I guess, because we do see him later in other films. Yeah. And the, the height changes, and I know he's going to fight Godzilla in a movie. In the, yeah, the newest one, he's got to fight Godzilla. And that's a, that's a big gonna difference. He's going to be a big monkey in that one. And then we're talking about huge scale. And yeah. But yeah. even in the old Godzilla versus King Kong, or King Kong versus Godzilla, whichever way it was right. Yeah. And the it's 60s, King Kong versus Godzilla. Um, he was. They had to increase his size there as well. Yeah. And we've seen a slowly progressing to make him bigger from the beginning, mm-hmm. which I guess is just kind of, you know, you've got to make the monster movie. Bigger. Well, I mean, in the first one, they made him that big simply because they never imagined you'd ever have to make it bigger, and they That's wanted true. him to be. He, they wanted New York City to be like the cliffs of Skull Island. Sure. Yeah, for sure. I guess the sense. fact that we now need him bigger so he can fight a giant atomic breathing reptile is weird. Lizard, lizard, lizard. Of course, Godzilla has the same height pro- height problems because he's been different sizes and multiple of his appearances. Right. Yeah. So they continue to scale him up, and but they don't scale him up progressively at the same rate. No, <laughs> no. Which is why we're going to have an issue later. I'm just waiting to see how tall King Kong is going to be for the movie versus the trailer. Will be interesting. That'll be entertaining. Um, anything else, Jake? You got anything on King Kong here? Mm, I got nothing. That's okay. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I'm good. I mean, yeah. There's not too much else to say until my review at the very end. I've got a couple things. I'm I'm ready for star rating. Let's to be hit honest. it. Yeah. You want to go first? Yeah, I'm giving this movie four stars. I, I'm docking it a little bit only because it's not perfect. There's a couple things that, from a movie perspective, I wish was better. But for the most part, all those things I consider part of its charm. It's just I can't, in good yeah. conscience, yeah, rate it higher than that. Mm-hmm. But I also can't, in good conscience, rate it any lower. So, yeah, I'm giving it a four. Four stars. I'll give it a four and a half stars. Four and a half stars because there, it's a classic. It's uh, it revolutionized revolutionized the comp the uh, the movie industry and set almost everything in in motion to what it is now. <laughs> Stop motion to motion. Yes. Stop motion to motion. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's. It's a near. It's not a perf film like Drew said. Mm-hmm. It does have its flaws, but you can almost overlook those flaws for the charm and the um, the effort and the passion they put in this film. Yeah. So yeah, four and a half stars. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna agree with Jacob. I think four and a half stars is about right. Uh, this I mean it ranks number four all time on horror movies according to Rotten mm-hmm. Tomatoes. It rates in everybody's huge list with tons of fantastic films. Um, whether that's a horror list or just an all-time movie list or, or whatever. Um, 
you know, they had to do a lot of things. I mean, the roar they made using a tiger and a lion roar and running them backwards. Yeah, mm-hmm. that was um, odd. It's, it's odd, but it works because it's something different. Yeah. They, they yeah. didn't want to go with something you would recognize. Um, yeah, that's that's probably why they used with uh, Jurassic Park with uh, the mm-hmm. T-Rex roar. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll get into that one later. I have some interesting Eventually. comments for Eventually. that um, you know, but it was so good. They released it on TV for years. It was then they did it in '76. They mm-hmm. did it in 2005. They did it in 2000. I want to say 16. When again, uh, I that's I, a di- Kong Skull Island though was a different. It is a different kind of story than the other Kongs. But it's the bringing back of King Kong. Yeah, yeah. It, it, either, but, either way, yeah. It's just done in a way to make it fit in with the rest of the monster. Right, I would agree that it is different, but it is for what they're doing because they're yeah. trying to bring them all together. Again. Yeah, um, I think that it's it's a it's something we'll get, that's going to stay forever as mm-hmm. far as uh, culture goes. We'll never mm-hmm. get rid of King Kong, uh, especially again. He's the basis for monster films. Yeah, uh, mm-hmm. he's he's the kaiju monster type films. Yeah, he's the yeah. one who started it all. Yeah. Um, and like you said, guys, the the charm of this movie keeps it from being lower. Yeah. Um, and again, I could see a four. I'm not saying a four is too low. I, I just, for me, I give it a four and a half. Uh, and I admittedly don't have the nostalgia juice running that sure. y'all do. Yeah. I, I think um, it's just such a fun thing, um, and it, and it brings back. It's a very childlike thing for me. Mm-hmm. Like I watch it, and I, I feel like a kid. I mean, I don't feel scared during the movie, but I feel interested and I'm excited in the story. Yeah. Yeah. It's got that adventure book feel. It's got that, you know, the jungle feel from a lot of old Mm -hmm. movies. Um, But, again, we've got this cool monster, this intrigue. Uh, Sure, the acting's corny. It's the 30s. It's all all 30s. Yeah. Um, 30s, single shot, camera views. For sure. They literally, the people left the stage to go on screen. Yeah, pretty much it's the um, same actor. <laughs> it is. Uh, it is definitely a special film, though, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, that's why that I'm, should be cherished. That's why I'm going to give it four and a half stars. Yeah. and uh, I, I think if you haven't watched it, guys, watch it. It may not be the most exciting film you're ever going to see. Yeah, I assume you've seen something newer <laughs> at this yeah. point. Yes. but watch this film and think about all the ways it's different, what they had to go through to get there, and the fact that. Everything they're doing is new, almost. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, the acting is 1930s acting, but the technology they're using to get this monster on the screen, to get the shots, the backgrounds, all these things, a lot of this stuff is brand new at the time. But watch it and appreciate it. Mm-hmm. That's all I'm saying. And that's our review of King Kong from 1933. Mm-hmm. You've been listening to the Movie of the Week podcast. If you'd like to follow Jim, you can find me at on Facebook and Twitter as Passive Creative, or on Instagram as Passive Creator. This is Drew, and you can follow me on my photo bin on Facebook. It's at Drew's Photo Bin. Uh, you can follow me on Letterboxd at GGeorge759, where I try to leave a review of every single movie we review. And then you can also follow me on Twitter at GGeorge759. You can find Jacob on Facebook at Jacob's Daily Art Corner where I try to draw each and every day. You can also find me on Twitter at Jacob B. Heron. You can also listen to our sibling show that Jacob and I are on at thecellcast.podbean.com, where we review animated movies. You can also listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play Podcasts, or wherever fine podcasts are sold. Please remember the opinions expressed in this podcast are for entertainment purposes and are those of the creators alone. 
At the end of the day, the only opinion that matters on whether or not you should watch a movie or whether you enjoy it is your own. As always, thank you for listening to the Movie of the Week podcast.